Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. We have a band called Hangman's Park that drove three hours to get here. First off, thank you for no driving problem. all, busting your asses uh, to get here. Was traffic okay? Yeah, it was yeah. wonderful. Okay. Super it was clear roads, really nice weather. Okay. And it's a pretty scenic drive. So it was nice. it was cool. It was a good it was a good drive. We're used to it. We're like you said, we're we're out or we're out in the middle of nowhere. So And by middle of nowhere, where are you talking about? South Bend, Washington, okay. little town of sixteen hundred people, wow. loggers okay. and fishermen of yeah. those sorts, and about thirty minutes south of Aberdeen. Not many shows happening out in South Bend. No, no. we'll throw a dive bar show now and again, but that's yeah. about all the. the... And pe- people come to be nice, but they're not super into death metal, so yeah, sure. <laughs> not too sure. many connoisseurs in our area. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you guys are used to driving. Yes, oh, yeah. we you, make the trek a, every yes. every other week or so. We'll make the you know two hours it takes to or wherever you know to get to civilization and play in front of you know yeah in front of any, anybody. We just like to have a good time and show people a good time, and we're the the drive isn't bad. Yeah, we like it. Well, well, thanks again for coming up. Uh, so you guys are a three piece, or are we missing anyone? We are three three okay. of us here, a power, power trio. trio. There we go. Nice jinx. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's go around the room. Tell me what your name is and what you do in Hangman's Park. All right, I'll start. Uh, I'm Andrew. I, I play the bass and do a little bit of vocals here and there. Awesome. And I am Max, and I play guitar and also do a little vocals. Cool. And uh, I'm Barrett, and I play drums. All right. Well, how'd you guys meet? Oh, uh, we've known each other forever, pretty much. We grew, like, like coming from a little tiny town, like, yeah. kind of everyone knows everyone, and 
Barrett was I befriended. I like always knew Barrett. He's a lot younger than I am. He's mm-hmm. I think six years younger than me, five or six years. Um, but growing up, like through you know like elementary and middle school, like yeah. I knew who he was. And then eventually, like when we got older, we started you know hanging out a lot. And then Andrew, same thing. Like I was really good friends with his brother. I am good friends with his brother. So me and him would be like you know we were in the same class. Me and his brother were so we'd be going to you know each other's houses all the time. And then Andrew and Barrett, you know. You guys have... And I guess if if you want to call it a band, our first band was was together. Oh. We called ourselves the the Demented. Nice. This was when we were in like elementary school. I was you know twelve years old, sixth grade. He and my brother were just like a punk band graders. or a metal band. It was just or... like a rock rock cover band. band. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we just played whatever we were capable of. Like what covers Green, you guys did? Green Day covers. Okay, some forty one. And we were also pretty ambitious Avenged and played Sevenfold. a couple of Avenged Sevenfold classic Sevenfold kid songs. band. Classic yeah. kid yeah. band. Oh, we, well, you guys did Avenged Sevenfold. We played. Yeah. We did Backcountry and, and Beast and the Harlot. Nice. I wore fingerless gloves and brought okay. the fedora. I was like a chubby little kid with did you giant chain. No, no guy liner. I was okay. I was too afraid to pull that off. <laughs> okay. We played one show at our local theater. And yes, it was <laughs> glorious. And that was where it all kind of started off. That was and. Yeah, me and Andrew, the, God, that was, holy crap, 16, 17 years ago, something like that. And then Barrett, you know, Barrett and Andrew have been in a, a band, you know, before Hangman's Park was a thing um, called the Upper Eschaton. And okay. I, I also kind of dabbled in that as well, playing bass for him and he played guitar. Awesome. So, like, that was, you know, that was as well. We were just talking about that probably, like, you know, a, lo- a while ago, seven, eight years ago now, yeah. they, he, that Andrew started doing that. So Yeah, and that, that was a fun crossing of of wires because like we said we're from a town that's so small that you know and the pool of people playing music uh, you know uh, even more so playing you know heavy music is is very small and a, a lot of lines got crossed like yeah mm-hmm. uh, barrett and i were playing this like progressive rock metalish punkish type of sure. stuff in, in the upper eschaton with this other guy uh awesome bassist named cody and uh, and that guy was also playing in Hangman's Park. And then Barrett started also playing in Hangman's Park. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Cody was really busy with school and work and stuff, and he dropped out. So then I started playing bass with Hangman's Park, and Hangman's Park also lost their bassist, and it was just this big <laughs> big cluster, if you can even follow that mess. Yeah, okay, we, we literally. Let's, let's rein this in. Yeah. So how, how, you know, how long has Hangman's Park been officially a band? Oh, seven years or so. Um, cool. And that was awesome. just, I'm the only remaining member of yes, that, of that yes, lineup. Yes. That was kind of like a brainchild of mine and my, my buddies, um, Michael Irvin and Patrick Myers were really good friends. I also, you know, grew up together in the same area yeah. and, uh, we kind of teamed up with like, like Andrew said, Cody and had Mike Peterson, an older, uh, older guy on, on drums. He's, he's just played in every band imaginable in the local scene where we're yeah. from. So, um, and that's kind of how that started. And if you listen to the Greed Machine EP, that was like seven years ago. And, the you know, we took a big, long hiatus, which the hiatus was basically gaining and losing members between yeah. Barrett joining the band and then later on Andrew and us mm-hmm. kind of finding our own cohesive sound from there. And that was that big gap and then came 11. But that uh, that was seven years ago and then probably about four or five years of a, you know, kind of a gap learning, kind of growing pain gap, if you will, between, you know, the band and getting these guys on. And then this last two or three years has been this kind of final form, if you will. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. You just put out a new EP, a three-song EP called The the Concrescence. You nailed it. The Concrescence. (laughs) Yeah, nailed it. Awesome artwork. Uh, Is this a painting or is this a... 
a picture? It's um, it's a picture. It's like a mirrored picture. Okay. Of just some flowers, and I don't remember crocuses. What, okay. Yes, by, by gentlemen. taken by Gary Letham. Gary Letham. He is Gary the man. Yeah, he is the man. He. Uh, it's beautiful. I Thank saw you. him on Facebook in this uh, like nature group, and he was awesome. posting those pictures, and then I reached out to him about the EP we were in the process of, or that we were in the process of recording that, and that seemed like a fitting picture. Absolutely. That's awesome. Uh, did you guys record this yourselves, or you guys go to a studio to record it? Where did you guys do it? It was recorded, mixed, and mastered by uh, Tyler Tingey at um, Shadowland Studios, or oh. sorry, Shadowland Recording in okay. Astoria. Okay, he is just—he's become a huge, I mean, friend of all of ours. I think it's safe to say, like you know, for all three mm-hmm. of us, he's a great guy. We kind of got Primordial Atrocity recording yeah. with them now, and it's sounding really good. And uh, he. Uh, he's just been a really big like catalyst as far as getting things. He's like such a good instigator, like getting things in a good way. Like yeah. he gets things moving and he's a big a mover reason, and a shaker, a mover and a shaker. And, uh, he really moved and shake this into existence, you know, got us, got our butts in gear and it took us, I mean, we really did the whole thing. I think in like a month and a half, you know, yeah. it's, it's a while to make that trip up there. So we kind of like separate the trips, but we were really efficient with going up there, getting it done. And then on his end, as far as like mixing and mastering it, and then having uh, Jake Lloyd from Primordial, um, yeah. speaking of them as well, feature yeah. on the track. He was really time efficient. We got it, you know, done and ready to go. And I'm really, you know, proud of that. You know, and uh, it, it ended up being a pretty cool project. And he did a great job mixing and mastering it, in my opinion. So we we are we have been known for having questionable mixing, uh, maybe like you know when we're you know well you know we're it's what you it, do. It's tough to be in a DIY heavy sure. band and trying to record you know drums and and not have the sample replace stuff. So like early acoustic drums were like pretty you know I mean well, it it's still cool. It's got its own flavor, but now we've got a much more polished sound. Nice. Which I think is kind of fun. Stepping as well. it up. I think so. We're growing up. That's awesome. Yeah, right on. Well, well, let's go into one of the songs if that's cool. We're going to go into uh, the 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 uh, the concrescence. We're uh, we're going to play that, and it features Jake Lloyd from Primordial Atrocity, and they're from sort of around your area, or not really. A little, an hour away. They're from Centralia okay. and Olympia, kind of connected. Awesome. Jones, one of those two, those two towns. Cool. Right. You played a bunch of shows with him. Yes. Cool. We love every show we play with them. Is just so much fun. Like the crowd goes, you know, like pops off in the best way. Like really fun groups of people, and it's just always the best show. It's always a treat to play with them. I just it love really watching is. them. I Dude, I can't so watch good. them without a huge smile on my face the whole time and just my head banging. Shouldn't smile. So. It's metal. <laughs> well, I know. I know. That's the thing. It's just it just makes me smile though, <laughs> just because it's so heavy. That's awesome. We're the least metal dude. We're the least metal metal dudes you'll find you probably, but we're still metal. We yep. just smile. <laughs> Hangman's Park is uh, who you're listening to right now on Metal Shop, and we're going to jump into their song Concrescence. It's from the EP. The Concrescence features Jake from Primordial Atrocity. It's Metal Shop here on The Rock.
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Concrescence from the EP Concrescence by Hangman's Park. Uh, They're from South Bend, Washington. South Bend. Butt metal? Butt metal. <laughs> butt metal. Death jazz. Death jazz. Okay, so butt metal. Who gave you guys that term? Oh, I was self. All, all of our all of our uh, genres are self appointed. Self appointed. Yeah, okay, we've nice. we've had a we've had trouble finding like a, you know, and maybe someone on air could help us with finding a similar band. But like we we kind of have, especially like over our catalog, it, it's tough to find like a four fans of you know sure. X or Y band. Uh, or like even honestly just a genre. Yeah. We're not really death metal. We're not really progressive metal. Yeah. We're not really jazz. But we are butt metal and we are death jazz. And yeah. that's where we landed on. <laughs> nice. So uh, it's it's fun. It's just kind of a fun thing that we have with the okay. subgenre, uh, you know, C that we yeah. have in today's uh, hard, heavy music scene. There's so many different micro genres. There is. Micro, micro. micro is a good way of putting yeah. it. It's beyond subgenre at this point. Absolutely. Um, right on. Okay, so again, um, you guys uh, made the trek out here. Thank you so much for doing that. Thanks for having us. Uh, you guys, um, you know, are uh, I'm sure probably pretty very influenced by the the music you grew up listening to here in the Northwest, and you guys are all from Washington State. Yeah, okay. yeah. We all grew. Awesome. I, were we all born in South Bend, or like I was born in Aberdeen? But oh, Aberdeen. you're born. Yeah, yeah, and pretty much. Yeah, but I mean, we, gr- we grew. Yeah, right, we grew yeah. up okay. all around here since the so very obviously. Yeah. You know the Nirvanas. Yeah, the, the Melvins and all yes. that stuff. So, yeah. what are your favorite Northwest bands of all time? And that could be bands like that you're playing with these days, or it could be bands like Jimi Hendrix that were long gone. You know, just any Northwest bands of all time that you love. And uh, start with yeah. you, man. Yeah, I well, I, I can't deny the the huge influence of of Nirvana. I think yep. hearing that at a young age just like blew my mind, and I think not even on a conscious level, but some yeah. subconsciously taught me so much about songwriting. Hearing mm-hmm. that when I was like in elementary school, and even cooler, my dad telling me that oh, you know, Kurt Cobain is from Aberdeen, and yeah. uh, my my grandpa he worked with Kurt's dad, and That's he cool. used to draw pictures for my grandpa when he was a little kid and stuff like it just. It's crazy, yeah. And and even uh, more more modern, some bands that like we play with, I I love uh, 
or Oxygen Destroyer. Awesome band. Uh, yeah. Yes, amazing. Another band that I could not wipe the grin off my face while watching them yeah. play. <laughs> yeah. And uh, another band I would like to give a shout-out to is uh, a band called Tourist Activities. Cool. Um, it's kind of like a shoegazy indie rock type group of a, a guitar player that I, I went to college with and his awesome. wife played together with a couple other guys, and they're pretty awesome. What college? Uh, I went to Central, okay. Central Washington okay. University. Right on. Mm-hmm. Cool. Tourist activities. Look it up. And, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I like, uh, like Andrew, I love Oxygen Destroyer. Yeah. Oxygen Destroyer has been, uh, you know, and they were like, so we got to play. We had the privilege to play with them. And that was great, you know. Uh, shout them up a lot, but uh, Primordial Atrocity—they're a great, you know, kind of up-and-coming local band. Um, Four Dead Seasons is another great one. That's kind cool. of a, a you know, hardcore-minded, like you know, heavy breakdown kind of style of music yeah. from Portland. That's great. Um, Luck is rad. They're from Montesano. They're like from really close, kind of, uh, yeah. as well as where the Melvins are from. Yeah, and they have a very Melvins-inspired sound. And in my opinion, sorry, Buzz, but. Uh, they like they are like the Melvins, but better. I've been oh, kind of like wow. hitting them up on their Instagram. Okay. I'm like, when are you gonna do a tour with the with Luck, man? This is the yeah. time. Yeah. Get the and they have a you know they have an awesome sound. Like they're great. Like kind of like psychedelic, progressive, like hard rock kind of you know that kind of weird Melvins proggy sound. Kind of like a, a punk infused yeah. stoner rock type thing. Yeah, it's, yeah very Melvins esque. I gotta yeah. look them up. Luck. Yeah. Oh, they're cool, dude. They they're really cool and they're the nicest guys. They just came out with an album not too long ago. Yeah. Too. All right, goals on it down. Yeah, goals on a chain anchor is the song on there that I really like. Um, what's the what's that? Deep, uh, buried, buried deep, deep. buried deep. Yeah, buried deep. Yeah, that's a cool one, dude. Check, they're fun. They're that's they're awesome. fun. Yeah, they kind of got that vibe. There was um, a grindcore festival out in Montesanto yes. this weekend called PNW. Zach Harsh Hicks, Fest, dude. Zach Hicks puts that together. It's crazy, He's, dude. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, I we'd love to play that. Zach, let us play. But uh, he he uh, he does a great job with that. Like Laprotic uh, Laprotic Limb is yep. their label. Yep, and they do an awesome job, like putting together um, shows. They're they're doing the the kickoff date for Fulci and Oxygen 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 Destroyers tour. Yep. Um, so they're having the opening bands for that and like. Like, Laprotic Limb just does a great job, like, putting on shows, putting out merch, like, just keeping the scene alive in Olympia and Montesano, places like that. There's also another one. I think it's called Concrenate Fest. Almost like Concrescence. I don't want to – but it's almost like – I don't want to butcher the name, but it's in PL, believe it or not, if you know where that is. I don't. Okay, that's really the middle of nowhere. It's between – That's more nowhere than South Bend. Even more nowhere than South Bend. Between Centralia and South Bend, there's a little tiny town called PL, and they do a grindcore festival as well, believe it or not, out on this really beautiful property. I'd love to go out there sometime. Um, that is really cool. Yeah. Wow. And then, oh, like yeah. you know, like a uh, like local stuff. Like I, I love like you know, um, I declare war is a fun one from mm-hmm. Shelton that got pretty big, like a deathcore act. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Do you know Bludgeoned yet? Yeah, you know yeah. Okay. And uh, John's they, new band. Yep. Yeah. J- Jake Primordial and those boys played with them. That was okay. super cool. Um, his uh his guitar, Sean May's guitar, fell down in a video. You can see like Jake pop on and like grab his guitar and flip it on him while he's like, it's such a clutch like homie move, like yeah. saving it. But um, yeah, they got to play their first show. I, awesome. I think it was their first show, and they're really heavy, oh, like yeah. super heavy, super heavy. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's a fun one. And then you know, Melvins and you know, Nirvana, all those guys. Kind of, God, there's there's so many. I mean, uh, and one that I thought of this kind of a funny one is Aiden. You know, they're a Seattle band, yeah. and Aiden was a big one. Like I loved the, all that emo oh. stuff growing up. Like. Mm-hmm. 
me, Andrew, and Barrett got to see them play. I, I think, or no, I don't think Barrett no, did, but an, Andrew did. Oh, Any I and Andrew should have did. thought of Aiden. Aiden was such an important band. Oh, so this is more up. Andrew's band. I don't want to hijack. This is oh, more no, no, Andrew's no, no. pick. You can, you can love Aiden too. But Aiden but. is good. Yeah, Aiden is a really fun one. Like the, those, like kind of like more emo, like kind of like minded, like uh, melodic emo bands were super fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a couple of those in Seattle that are fun. But uh, that's oh. all I got. There was another band from South Bend uh, my uncle was in like oh, yeah. 15 years ago, uh, the Bim Quaid, and they were like a uh, like a psychedelic rock, like almost like Mars Volta. Cool. And uh, that was pretty big on me because I was a kid at the time. So I, That's awesome. I don't know. I, I still listen to that stuff. Cool. Right on. Well, what got you into heavy music? Uh, prob- I think like the first song I remember really liking was like My Name is Mud by Primus. Primus. And that's pretty heavy. Yeah, absolutely. But I think... <laughs> Yeah, I think that kind of poisoned my mind for like weird stuff. I liked stuff that was uh, a little bit like more left brain, yeah, a little like bit creepy. stranger. Yeah, maybe cool. like uncanny instead of heavy. Yeah, there you go. Nice. And how about you, man? What uh, got you into I, heavy music? The I, really, to be honest, uh, the Devil Wears Prada. Okay. I really loved the Devil Wears Prada growing up. And it was yeah. one of those things, like, as a group of friends, we'd listen to it and be like, oh, he, one of the guys kind of looked like one of our friends in school. would be like, oh, that's so funny that he's, you know, looks like, like, as a joke, we'd turn it on. And then secretly, we're all like, I love this music. It was, hey, John, what's your name again? Uh, Plagues back in the day. That was a big one, you know. And then as I got kind of, like, in the heavier and heavier stuff, I really liked I was like a core kid for a while, if mm-hmm. you will, as much as you could be for like where I was from. So I love like Thy Art is Murder, mm-hmm. you know, and later on like Suicide Silence and bands of that nature. And I always loved like uh, even before all that was like Event Sevenfold. Yeah. You know, City of Evil. I was like one of the City of Evil generation, you know, and then checked into Waking the Fall and kind of got into screaming and whatnot through that and uh, loved all those. And then the weirder stuff kind of came later. Um I started to really get into like Cannibal Corpse, yeah, and like kind of like you know uh, just kind of more odd stuff, and then you know even like kind of like more experimental heavy music like Igor was a big one that okay. kind of you know yeah. I really loved that Igor album was really cool, um, and uh, stuff like that uh, as I got older. But I think the Devil Wears Prada was really where it flipped. I was like I really the catharsis of like uh, that kind of like heavy, yeah. you know, outlet um, with music was kind of where. Where it was for me, absolutely. Mike Karanika and all those guys who I have to thank. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. And um, for me, like starting out as like a, probably a lot of little kids of my age, you know, I liked what was popular. Like my brother and I were all crazy about like the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and stuff. Yeah. And then like the first like rock music I really got into was when I was like eight years old, and I became obsessed with Kiss. And I nice. think a huge part of that, of course, is just the imagery. You know, these guys oh, are yeah. like rock star superheroes and and that kind of led to more of just like the classic rock stuff that mm-hmm. was you know my my parents music and they were into that stuff and um and when i guess the the first thing that i guess i would get into that was way more on the like heavier heavier side would be just uh also luckily being my age grew up with the the internet and just out of curiosity being like i know that slipknot exists and i know that they look scary with these masks and stuff and their music is probably really crazy so i just looked them up and like checked out some of their music and i was like this isn't so too scary for me i I like this (laughs) yeah so that's kind of the open my my mind at like a pretty early age like 10 years old to like oh i can my mind can be open to stuff that is 
you know, at that level of, of heavy or more and with go. aggressive vocals. And and speaking of that aesthetic, dude, you got you like your your house was like full of like kiss stuff. Like I remember like <laughs> Chloe's room and your room, like Amazing. having so much like kiss, like kiss, like different like figurines and different stuff. And then you guys got like the mask, like the slipknot mask, like early yeah, on too that's awesome. i'm a fiend with, for memorabilia yeah and i was remember them like because i was i was like of that not to be like so mm-hmm. like whatever just like a weenie but i was like man slipknot's kind of scary when i was growing <laughs> up just because like the aesthetic and stuff sure. so i remember when you got those masks like oh that's some scary These aesthetic scary goes stuff. a long way for me I, I have so much like misfits memorabilia as well because then that was okay pro- yeah. probably one actually the most impactful musical influence overall throughout my life as a, a through line for me that's awesome uh, so you guys must clock a lot of mileage, you know, just, just as far as, uh, traveling, you know, for shows and for whatnot, how many miles, what's the longest you've ever gone to, you know, play a show? It's actually not too bad. Like I think like ever. Yeah. Like really? Yeah. It's only probably been like three, three and a half hours, Okay, but it's just between and, and the convenient thing as, uh, I don't want to throw where we're at under the bus because the cool thing about where we're at is like really we're like two and a half to three hours away from a lot of different places mm-hmm. like between portland seattle everett um you know surrounding seattle area and then olympia, like olympia, olympia as well tacoma. olympia tacoma all through there and then um southwest of us is astoria oregon we've got to play there cool. a few times and that's a beautiful city like that's awesome. i love that city um so like even though we're kind of in the middle of nowhere like we're we're kind of centrally located, centrally for located for certain, th- yeah, yeah, for certain things. Like it's it's pretty nice. So, so like you know, and even Bremerton, you yeah. know, we're kind of three, two and a half, three hours away from Bremerton. So if we want to play the Charleston, we've got the privilege of playing there a couple times. There and you go. that's the, an awesome place. Oh, dude, and the owners are so cool. Generation Decline is a great uh, local Pacific. Yeah. Not to jump back on that, but another great Pacific Northwest band. The owners, we, are, yeah, are in that band. Andy and Angel are mm-hmm. super cool. They're so nice and like. Uh, always have an awesome time. Like they do a great job up there. And then we've got to play with them too at Fishy Fest. Awesome. And yeah, Fishy Fest was so cool for us. We got to play, you know, Shout with out Osh- Fishy Mushroom. Yeah, with M- Fishy Mushroom, Johnny and the boys. Yeah, we got to, what an awesome privilege and like crazy. And I don't know how we got away with it to play in between Generation Decline and Oxygen. <laughs> right. We who got let the, us in? Yeah. Who got, yeah. Someone said they, they had a band drop off and we got to fill that gap. It was a perfect time. That's so awesome. we got to play in between those. And both of those bands were just like full in Iceland. And they're like super talented, like recognized, you know, notable for the local scene. They're as notable yeah, as it gets really fast. Bands, yeah. Touring bands, yeah. legitimate, like, yeah. and, you know, for them to be nice to us and stuff and like, you know, like, you know, give it, like, give us nice, say nice things to us. It was just cool. So it was just, it was like the whole like, Fishy Fest was rad. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So uh, we're, but anyway, we're, yeah, we're like, we're like three hours away, kind of like from a lot of places. So we haven't really gone over, you know, maybe a little over three hours. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty, it's not too bad. That's awesome. You're wearing the hat of something you wanted to mention? What oh, yeah, Cold Bloom. That's another uh, one of our buddies, Joseph Wofford. He's done some music videos with us. He's a yeah. super talented guy, like talented musician, videographer, photographer, um, and also clothing designer. Yeah. And he's doing a festival July 1st. By the time this airs, it'll be over. But mm-hmm. I just wanted to shout it out because it's, it's going to start making a comeback. I can tell he's going to start doing more shows and be putting together more videos for people. And he's got, like, such a talented like umbrella of bands that he works with us not so much talented but at least we're nice guys but yeah, they, there's a lot of guys that he works with they're like suit just like dude like really like professional like up-and-coming bands that are really cool and that's gonna be july 1st it's got dark watch which is austin dickey's project yeah, yeah. and um pine box and ground feeder um 
what's wrong. They came out with a, a really awesome, I can't remember the name, End of the World or something like This is how the world ends, I think is what it's called. It's a great single. And then uh, Dark Harbor, which is another buddy of ours okay. band. Buddy, Buddy Wisman does a radio show podcast. He's in Dark Harbor. He's their guitar player. Um, and then Gouged as well. Super heavy, like awesome band we've got the privilege to play with. They do like really cool kind of like breakdown-minded music. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think I got them all. Yeah, Dark Watch, Pine Box, Ground Feeder, What's Wrong, uh, Gouged, and Dark Harbor, July 1st. So that'll be rad. And nice. uh, yeah, that hopefully if you went to that, I bet you had a good time. And then he'll <laughs> he'll be doing some more stuff later. And, That's uh, awesome. Yeah, Cole Bloom's just a great clothing company. They've done you know for the likes of you, they've done like some promo stuff through them way back cool. in the day. And yeah, so Joseph's been around for a long time. He's a cool guy. Right on, right on, man. Well, uh, let's go into one more, another one of your songs. Uh, we're gonna go into uh, praying for better days. This is a shorter one, right? Yeah. This is the one that kicks off the EP. Yeah. Anything you guys want to say about this one? Um, it's a pretty cool one. This is the only song we've ever done that is usually originates from a guitar or a bass riff or a melody that kind of like inspires the song getting created. This yeah. was all done with a drum beat by Barrett, and it was kind of originated reverse engineered with from the drum beat, and uh, that's kind of how this one came to be. And it's kind of just a song. It it is what the title implies. Um, it's kind of a wild, fun, kind of hardcore minded one minute wham bam. Uh, kickoff. Right on. Well, let's go into it. It's Hangman's Park here on 99.9 KISW. It's Metal Shop on the Rock. Metal Shop here on The Rock. You're listening to Hangman's Park. That was uh, Praying for Better Days from the Concrescence EP. I got it in my hand. You can pick this up. Uh, is there a way to buy these online, or is there a, you know, what's the best way to support you guys if you can't make it out to a show? Yeah, we have a we have an online store that is very not taken care of at the moment. I need to update it. And You're not put, selling it, dude. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I know. I need to get – but we can get it online, Big Cartel. Um the Concrescent should be on there. We'll have a big cartel online store that you can order it through. Mm-hmm. And then you can just hit us up like uh, through any of our socials. We're on Instagram, Facebook, um, you know, Bandcamp. If you want to buy it, just streaming it. Um, but or for just phys- all our music is on Spotify. You can listen to it for free. Yeah, you can just listen to it for free on there. Well, I guess you got to pay the monthly fee. But but mm-hmm. it's on YouTube and stuff like that as well. Um, but, yeah, you can shoot us a message through our, our socials, and we'll make sure to get you one. Or uh, we'll, we'll get that big cartel link set up. We'll have a merch store, and we have some shirts and CDs and things like that. Um, just big cartel, Hangman's Park. 
Get yourself you a be South Bend butt metal T-shirt. Yeah, I got mine. Yeah, Appreciate Kevin it. scored. He got his butt. He's he's a butt metal head now. Yes, absolutely, man. So, Excellent. Yeah, and then August eighteenth, we're going to be playing in our neck of the woods in Aberdeen at the Loading Dock. Okay. Yeah, with a, of Lioness and I, Waves Like Weapons. I'm sorry if I butchered. I think it's Waves Like Weapons. That'll be August eighteenth. Um, that'll be fifteen bucks. That's the biggest price show we've ever done. I know we're getting big time. We're starting big time. Our locals here. Um, so that'll be fun. And uh, yeah, I, I think that we're going to start getting in the studio relatively soon here in the Sweet. next couple months here with Tyler, and then we'll kind of start kicking that off. And nice. That that'll be good too. So if if we find ourselves in South Bend, you know, for whatever reason, we're out in South Bend. Uh, what's the best restaurant or, you know, diner or whatever? What, what's the best place to get food at in South Bend? Probably Betsy's. Betsy's, dude. Betsy's? That's what I'm about to say. Betsy's? Betsy's? What do we got to order if we go to Betsy's? Uh, probably quesadillas. Quesadillas from Betsy's? Yeah. Yep. Those are pretty Shout good. out to Betsy. The Betsy's, dude. It's super good. It's this little tiny, like, authentic Mexican spot that is, like, you know, has a little spot to spit, sit, sit down, but... Really, generally, people just kind of go and grab their food and lunch break and get out. Mm-hmm. And, like, they have – their prices has gone up a little bit, unfortunately, well, just because – Yeah, inflation. Yeah. You know how it is. But it's still, it's still like, so – like, the price is so good. And then you eat, like, two or three of those quesadillas and you turn into a puddle of goo. There you go. <laughs> it's I mean, dude, Las Morocco is, like – Las Morocco is more of a Tex-Mex place. Sure. But still rad. I love the, the – both of those places are rad. And Pedro's yeah. dope, too. So that's a really good one. Or, or pop into to Alder and Company. Is oh, that a yeah. shop in, uh, in Raymond uh, with lots of like locally uh, made goods and stuff. And my mother-in-law runs a little coffee shop out of there, too. Pretty awesome. You can nice. get some, some sandwiches and some coffee. and Shout out to Wild Pines. And some sweet gear. Yeah. That's awesome, right on. Well, we had to show you some home, show some hometown love to you guys. You guys made a truck all the way up here to Seattle, and uh, thank you guys for so much for making the drive, and thank you for you know sharing your music with us. Thank, thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks well, so much. Seriously. Uh, and uh, what's uh, what's someone you want to thank or shout outs? Anyway, you know you 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 you've come up three hours. I will now give you the opportunity to, you know, <laughs> speak your piece. Shout out, thank you. Yeah, we. Uh, I I mean I, I I love to thank. I mean all. I think it goes. I'll let you know. But all of our friends and family that like allow us. It's such a privileged thing to like spend the time to make like how much work it takes and time and us rehearsing together and so like everyone giving us the support and the luxury of like, you know, giving us the time to do that is really cool. You know, like from our significant others, you know, and then like, uh, like my dad too, like he's kind of a big reason why the whole hangman's park thing started. You know, we, yeah. we, I, I record with him and like a little, you know, arena prog rock band and really? you know, our, yep. That's called awesome. Chromis, man. Chromis is rad. And, uh, you know, I love that, you know, obviously it's my dad. I love that guy. And he has been a huge supporter of us, like in every way, our first couple of records recorded, mixed and mastered at his spot. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Like during our 11, we just recorded, you know, it was during the COVID time and it was just me, him and a click track and, cool. and just kind of, it was a, it was a fun way to spend time with my dad. You know what I mean? Quality and, time. Oh awesome. yeah. Some, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Shout out to him. And, uh, yeah, and Joseph and, you know, Cole Bloom and, you know, Jake with Primordial and the whole local scene. Grim Earth is another one I forgot to mention yeah. there. Great band from Olympia. Uh, thanks to all those guys just letting Anyone us be part else? of their thing. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to just second that thanks to Phil, Max's dad. He's been super duper, like, supportive and half the time he's our roadie or yeah, our nice. uh, sound guy. Yeah. 
for real. Yeah, Phil is not only Max's dad, he is the band's dad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I would also like to thank my my dad and mom for buying me guitars growing up and supporting yeah. that as a hobby, something that grew into a pretty serious passion. And, uh, and I mean, my, my wife for being so supportive and coming out to shows and and all that. Um, and I'd like to thank my dogs for, for being so cute. There you go, <laughs> and thanks for to you, Kevin. Seriously, yeah, yeah for for, real, for giving us a chance, like to come up here and like trusting pleasure, us, yeah. yeah, trusting us, like into this like beautiful building, like and just shooting you a Facebook message, and yeah. like I know that you've heard through us through the grapevine stuff, but yeah. just like to you know spend time with us and stuff is super cool. And, My like, pleasure, it was, man. My it pleasure. was great talking to you today. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely, man. We're gonna go into uh, and, and you're very welcome. It's my pleasure to you know. Uh, you guys do a lot for the scene and you guys are playing out and you guys are doing, you know, your thing. So I had to, you know, showcase you on KISW, man. It's right. awesome to have you guys up. Uh, we're going to play one last song. What, who's going to introduce this one? All right. I'll, I'll take it. All right. All right. So one last thank you, I guess, goes to Stephen King for writing <laughs> his Dark Tower saga and inspiring yeah. uh, this song that, that I wrote called Blue Heaven. Uh, about a specific portion of uh, the final book of that. So, I guess, spoiler alert, I suppose, if you can understand the lyrics. And you're wearing the T-shirt. And I'm also wearing T-shirt. Repping that, repping, right. repping our set, Steven. <laughs> yeah. Repping that set. <laughs> awesome. It's Hangman's Park here on Metal Shop. Blue Heaven on the Rock. Thanks, guys.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 